I'm Jim. And I'm Emily. And we're, we're the, the Summers, Summers family. family. She works in an office. And he runs the home. Together, we're raising our four kids with an emphasis on family, adventure, and the arts. Welcome to the Summers Time Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Summer's Time Podcast. Uh, this episode, we thought we would turn to something that we both really enjoy doing, and that is camping. Uh, we used to camp separately, of course, but now with kids, it's a little bit different. And uh, so we thought we would bring that to light and uh, tell our guests what we like about camping and, and some ins and outs uh, that we do. So, and what do you got? Yeah, as we look to the future with coronavirus and the pandemic and all the restrictions, kind of feel like travel is out of the realm of possibility to the degree yeah. that we were doing it before flying somewhere, going to other countries. But I think one thing that um, at least is opening up right now and probably will continue to open up is camping. And it's something that we've always enjoyed. So we mm -hmm. thought, and this is something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while. We thought we'd talk about camping. We're getting excited thinking about some of the trips that we want to do. And um, it does really help to have an adventure on the horizon that you're planning for. Mm -hmm. And it's been interesting too, because out of nowhere, Jane, our third kid, mm -hmm. has been asking to camp in the backyard. Yeah, so, she's really into that. Yeah, I don't know. She's I don't know where it's coming from. She just has been Maybe it's for, in her blood. For a while been asking for it. So anyway, we thought we would focus on why we like camping, some of the tips and tricks we've learned along the way, um, why we suggest it as a great family activity. We'll, we'll for sure cover some of the negatives um, and we'll talk about some of the best spots to go to and our plans for our next adventure. So with that said, um, I think it's easy to kick off with, as I mentioned earlier, um, camping by yourself versus camping with kids. Um, I started camping when I was in high school, probably. I think that's when I first started doing it. And I really enjoyed it. We'd go out with some buddies and, and do that thing. And we did the backyard camping as well. And that was fun. But it was a bit of a challenge uh, when we started having kids to to see, okay, well, we know how to handle ourselves when we're camping. How are the kids going to handle it? And it actually wasn't nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be because the kids, they get to play free. I remember one trip that we went on with uh, your brother and our sister-in-law where the kids were just playing around in the dirt right outside the tents. And normally I'm a germaphobe, but I was like, you know what? This is good. This is what the kids kind of need. And I think if I remember correctly, we were close to a beach, so we went, ended up going to the beach. And Camping is great for all ages, that's for sure. From my experience, I grew up from a very young age camping, and it was ingrained in the family. There's a canoe trip that goes on twice a year where you camp at night and you canoe during the day. So we were very outdoorsy. I went on one of those. You did go on one of those. Mm -hmm. and, and we didn't tip. We didn't tip. <laughs> Um, but we also did it as a family separate of the larger group. And so I have so many fond memories as a kid of doing what you just said, getting in the dirt and just getting dirty and running around and not having a care in the world. So there's a huge appeal as a kid to just be free. Right. And I think as an adult, certainly if you had camping in your background as a kid growing up, there's a little piece of that, like a spark that comes alive when you go camping. And, and even if you didn't camp when you were younger, I think if you go about it the right way and you set your expectations right, you can ignite a spark that maybe never was able to get ignited when you were young. And then as you get older, like my grandparents, they camped well into their later years. Right. And I think it kept them spry. 
but but they also did they they shifted from tent camping per se, which is another part of this topic we'll get into a little bit later. But they shifted from tent camping to van camping, right? Which yep. is fine. But they, yeah, you. I mean, I remember the um, canoe trip that I did go on with you when we were dating. They were there. They were having a good old time, and they'd been doing this for forty years or something like that. Yeah, I they they shifted gears, and I I mean that's part of life is that as you know you age or you get into different zones, maybe the way that you did things will shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. The world becomes more modern, so that's you know you don't have to camp the same way every single time. There's there's different ways to do it, but just the idea of being out there right. in the open is such a liberating experience and i know that there's many people that have negative connotation of camping um and i totally totally get that Mm -hmm. um so maybe a bit of it is about perspective um and like i was just saying expectations but i will say from our experience one of the things that brings us back to camping is that sense of freedom being in the great outdoors right um seeing the kids sense of freedom and exploration and wonder i i find the entire experience very renewing which is good but i can see and you mentioned there too like where people might have reservations because it while it is fun and it is free and liberating it also does require a bit of prep and you have to work at it i mean you have to make all your meals and you don't just have to make them i mean you have to like prep every little piece of it which i for i'll throw myself under the bus i was never that good at that but now being with you you have a much better perspective having done this your whole life on what to bring how to prep for it how to do it and so when we went on our last trip in the fall with the kids it worked out great i think there were a few you know ups and down moments with the kids but they had a blast we had a blast and it was raining i think that was the part that was kind of like not so much fun but we dealt with it we we knew what we needed to do to get through the rain um and yeah it's just kind of a it's a fun thing to do i think for me i kind of feel like a kid again a little bit too like i'm camping out in the backyard or i'm camping out with my friends uh, and don't you just love how you connect with the kids when you're camping you don't have all of these other burdens or things to worry about everything is very adventurous you're more inclined to play games. You're more inclined to ask questions. You're more inclined to explore, try new See things. See nature and just take it all in. Take it all in and just spend more time on it all. Mm-hmm. Like I, before I even knew what meditation was, I felt like when we went camping and when we went canoeing from a very young age, looking back at it now, the, the like word I would apply to it is meditation because mm-hmm. it was so soothing to just be in the canoe with your dad or whoever. And maybe you're talking a little bit, but mostly you're looking around you and yeah. just that repetition of the paddle in the water. Or even if you weren't canoeing and you're back at the campsite, the connection with the other people and the connection with nature from a very, very young age, I felt very renewed from camping. And even now, if you ever do those things where maybe you're in yoga or you're in a group setting or you're doing like a guided meditation and you have to envision some scene that makes you feel at peace, a lot of times that's what I'll envision is being on the water, like going down the river. Um, It's just like, I don't know, it's very peaceful. And we can use a lot of peace in our lives with how crazy things can get. And Certainly a break from the, the daily grind. Yeah. So some other things that I like about it is I think that the, the things that I'm describing with nature, I almost got a sense of churchiness to it where 
and you know, this isn't a podcast about religion necessarily, but that connection to all things and that to your faith like, and yeah, and that seeing the birds and um, different types of plants, the appreciation and gratitude and all of that, like it, it almost felt like, or it almost feels like a churchy type of experience. It feels a little bit spiritual. So I love that aspect of it. I right. love just, it simplifies all things. It takes all the noise from your life and it just simplifies it. And certainly there can be things that don't go your way when you're camping, but that's but, part of the fun sometimes is yeah. how do you call how do you an audible, solve. how do you problem solve? Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, I, I don't know, I might be kind of weird, but I like that aspect of it too, is the problem solving piece of it. Like, oh, this didn't go how I thought it was going to. So yeah. how are we going to figure it out? And just that like, as long as it's not pride like when you do, as long as it's not like an emergency life or death situation. Like we went camping one time with some buddies, if you recall this and a massive storm blew over and it almost knocked our tent down and we were getting wet and but how many but times we, made it we laughed it during it yeah and how many times have we laughed about that since it's a great then? memory it's a great memory of mine we have some pictures as well somewhere um and i know that the guys that we were with my buddies still talk about that too like that was a fun time because it was not expected and i, I remember correctly the weather was really nice and then all of a sudden it just turned at night the connections that you have <laughs> with people when you're in that environment they're just they're just different than anywhere else you go. And I'm not saying necessarily better or worse, but they're just, it's just different when you're camping with people. Mm -hmm. And there's things that happen that create lifelong memories that you reflect back on. And like, it's, it, I think it helps deepen connections with each other. Like uh, when we do the canoe trip, one of the big things is if it's a new couple on the canoe trip, are they going to tip? Which is what I, that's why Which I said we didn't it's, tip. It's not even so much about the tipping, it's more about, how do they react if they do tip? Right. Are they falling apart? Are they screaming at each other? Which is kind of diabolical when you think about it. The other people, like they, they want people to tip because they want to see a fight. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. It's, it's yeah, almost it's, like a, it's just a, it's a tradition. It's a way for like right. a, like new relationship to be accepted. And it's also a really, uh, honestly, kind of sadistic maybe, but it's a cool way for the couple to also like get a sense of if they can handle if hard things. they can things. handle it, yeah. It's a um, test. A so yeah, test. so that's, even that's fun. Like, is there a deep enough connection or could there be a deep, deep enough connection with these two that when they tip, they laugh? Right, instead of yell. And the same thing. What a good way to gauge where you're at with your marriage and your family is if something goes wrong when you're, when you're camping and you fall apart. I, like, I don't know, that resonates with me. It may not with other people, but that resonates with me. It's a good litmus test. Whereas if things don't go our way and we can laugh about it, I like, I just, I think that that's a better really good. Yeah, it's a better approach. So family connections are a big thing. Um, I, You know, gratitude and I like, I'm sure you feel the same way. When you're nasty Ugh. after a campaign, what is the best thing in the world? A nice hot shower. You will Plenty never <laughs> in your life appreciate a shower as much oh, as you do after camping. It is wonderful. I don't care if you're camping with family, friends. I was camping at a concert one time, a fish show, for a few days. I think I was without a shower for, I'll admit it, for about seven days. And it was gross. But that first shower, and we were camping those days too, that first shower was wondrous. I mean, it just you just wash it all off and... And you feel so good when you're done. We're really selling this. I know, right? Exactly. No, for you guys out there that are, are are kind of worried about this, don't be. This is the fun part of it. I guess maybe not everyone thinks but it's fun. But isn't that also like 
I mean, let your guard down. Life yes. is so serious. Get, Have a little fun. Get, get a little dirty. Serious. And, get yeah. out there. Like, hang out with your kids in the rain. You know, like be with nature. It's mess fun. up your campfire dinner. It, like, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Have a couple of beers and get over it. Sit around the fire and tell ghost stories yeah. and do flashlight wars. I just like if I go to. If I think back on my childhood and I think, when did I have so much joy? I was like bubbling over. Man, playing ghosts in the graveyard while we're camping or You've mentioned tag, that to me, yeah. Uh, I laughed so hard when I was little. I laughed so hard. That yeah. stuff just doesn't happen when you're at home. You you can you can try, but there is something about it's being out in the woods. When you're doing it outside. It's yeah. deeper. It's just deeper um, connection. I mean, it's it's you can be more lighthearted, but it ugh, could it so could good. also be, and I'm thinking a little bit of a in a philosophical way. It could be that camping is such a cool experience and a fun experience because when you're camping with friends, family, whatever the group, certainly when you were on your canoe trips, you're all in that together. Everyone is yeah. doing the same thing. It's not like okay, I'm going to go to my house now. I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow or something. And, they, and then they, you know, someone drives a mile down the road. You're all right there. You know, you're all in your own tents or your RVs or your vans or whatever you might have, and you're all interacting with each other. You really don't have a choice. And I think that's kind of fun because you're all in it together. I think we've gotten to this space in society where you see these amazing pictures of people that are going on very elaborate vacations. And there's something to that. Like my grandfather always said, you got to be able to go first class and you got to be able to go no class. Right. So this is a little bit of a different experience for sure. But I, I love what you just said about how you're all in it together. I think you get that sense even more so when you're camping. Yeah. I've also found that it helps the kids with responsibilities. And this sounds kind of weird, but even just like collecting wood from the forest. For the fire and yeah. And helping them prep dinner. and Put the tent up. The Jack helped me put the tent up. When we I were, think they know. also feel like we're all in it together. Like yeah. they're, they're almost even more viewed as like a peer when you're camping because they're helping out with so many important things. And I think they like that. Like they, they like feeling needed and important within the grander scheme. And I mean, again, I'll say it again. Our kids, the last time we went camping, they, I think there was one incident when we around the fire with roasting marshmallows or something and Ellie got upset or something like that. But other than that, everyone had fun and they helped out where needed. And we went on walks, got to be with nature and yeah, the rain hit, but we dealt with that. It was fine and it was good. So those are a lot of positives, at least for us. What are some of the negatives? You touched on uh, at least one earlier, but what would you say the negatives are to camping? Well, uh, I'd say the biggest one is the unknown. So as I did mention, like the storm rolling in, although I still had fun through that, but that can be uh, stressful for people. I can see why that will like weather. You can't control it. Now, so. the other side of the coin is I think we all come more alive when yeah. when everything isn't so predictable and you're uh, coasting. I personally like that as well. I'm speaking for those that might have reservations on why they don't want to camp. Because yeah, like, I well, totally agree. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a negative. The weather's a big negative. It could be that it's too hot and too oppressive or that it, there's a storm or that it's too cold. I mean, again, I'll keep referencing when we went camping in the fall. It got cold at night, but we I, I even brought a little space heater and just had that thing going and it kept us relatively warm throughout the night. But you just have to kind of think on your feet like that. And um, I think a lot of people are just, they prefer to just not even get involved. Be like, nah, that's okay. It's not, that's not my thing. And that's fine too. But if we are trying to sell it, um, there are ways around it. And I think that's what's kind of fun is. 
I think people too who are not into it, it's like life's hard enough. Why add more complications? Right, which is which could be believable, sure. But then, as you were explaining earlier, it's like, well, that actually is kind of what takes you away from life. You know, you you do have to put some work into it, but. You know that that's okay. It's okay that you have to put work into putting a tent up, and then to building a fire, and to putting your meals together, and whatever. But that's that's part of the fun. It's you're concentrating on that. You're not being washed away by everything else going on in the world. You know, there's there's all sorts of different types of vacations, and we we are pro all of them. So think of this as another layer of vacation, another type of vacation, not the only way to vacation. Yeah, because I think we might be. Uh, there might be some of the listeners out there that are not is keen to this and they might be like, eh, I don't really want to. We're not trying to sell camping like you have to do it or else. I mean, no, this is just something we enjoy and we're giving our reasons why we think others might enjoy it. I think that one of the ways that you can vacation is you go back, you, you had this really great experience somewhere and you go back to that place and you just love going back there because it's what you know. Right. And so that to me is like a coasting vacation and there's a time and a place for that. This is different. This is like, you know, you want a sense of adventure, you want to explore, uh, you want a, the great, you know, unknown. And, and like I said earlier, I think that makes you feel maybe a little bit more alive and then of course the other negative is bugs yes wow good call bugs can be a big negative obviously there's bug spray and things like that but you you do have to really kind of learn how to not get down time of year location that kind of thing that can help with the bug situation but that's true there's bugs there's bugs. So that's the thing. If you don't like bugs and you never will and you're not even going to try it, then camping is not for you. <laughs> but if you can get through it and just know that they're going to be there and it's not the end of the world, and unless you're camping in the Amazon rainforest or whatever where there could be <laughs> killer bugs, uh, then you'll be fine. So um, yeah, just know that, that that those will be there and and you'll be you'll be fine. And depending on your style of camping, there's no air conditioning. So right. Back to that comment on no heating either. Do you want you know? Do you want to have a sense of adventure or do you want to coast? Like you might get a little bit sweaty. You also, might get a little bit cold, depending on the time of year. So I guess that would maybe bring up our recommendations for time of year. I don't think there's ever a perfect time because you're going to deal with one thing or another, either the weather or bugs or both. Um, if you were to live in Florida and go camping in the middle of July. Have fun. That's all I'll say. If you live in Alaska, camping might not be for you at all. Ever. <laughs> Ever. So, but we live in Illinois. And so we found that the, the time of year, I think, is like early fall is usually pretty good. Columbus Day weekend is that's perfect. What, yeah, that's what we target generally. Memorial Day is a really popular camping weekend, but that tends to be a nice time of year, even a little bit earlier that's than like works the, too. And that's kind of like the opening, I think, for a lot of true campers. Like Memorial yeah. Day weekend is that's camping season is now open. Yeah. So that you're right. That's a good weekend to go to. So a few other tips that we have. So certainly think about the time of year that you're going. But another thing that has made camping really fun for us is to go gourmet with our food. Which, okay, I'm going to interject here. That was nothing I ever considered when I was camping on my own and with my buddies. So now being with you, I've learned that there that's another fun aspect of camping in general that I never thought of. I just thought, bring a grill, throw some burgers or brats, hot dogs on, and call it a day. And you've got this whole thing going. You've, we've got a stovetop. You go ahead. Yeah. You explain. I, if we can make 
a four star, a five star meal while we're camping, I feel like the greatest champion on the earth. It's fun to do too. It is so cool. So um, there's definitely some really great cookbooks out there. If you have a cast iron crock pot, like, oh, so many good recipes that are actually so easy to make. I mean, think about it. You dump a bunch of stuff in and you throw it on the fire and you play a deck of cards. Like, right. That's it's true. not as it. complicated as it sounds. Yeah. You can get a really great camp stove that helps with a lot of things. But foil packs, that's another really, yeah. oh my gosh. If you bring some fresh herbs with you, put it in your cooler um, throw just throwing the herbs on, like maybe bring a steak. Yeah, the we've herbs done on your steak. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good! But so in the fall, one of the things that I tried that I I hit champion status was bruschetta. Oh, that's right. I yeah. <laughs> I brought a loaf of French bread, cut it into really thin pieces. Right. Grill like actually, yeah, no, I grilled it on over the fire, and then I took a piece of garlic and rubbed it. That's right. On the bread. And then while I had been grilling it in a foil pack, I had put cherry tomatoes, some olive oil, some fresh basil. The fixins. Uh, salt and pepper. And so they that actually kind of caramelized and they like the cherry tomatoes burst in the foil pack. And then I put those on top, top of, of the, the bread. Br- oh my gosh. Wasn't that? Yeah. I remember you doing so that. So good. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's... Who would have? Who would ever think to do bruschetta at a campfire? <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> but it's fun. You get creative. You get you, creative. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. It expands your thinking. Expands what you know to be true. It allows you to tap into your creativity. I think right. every human being on the planet has some level of creativity, even if you feel like you don't. You just need to put yourself in an environment that forces it to come out of you. And that I just I love. The challenge of making really good food while you're camping. Well, and if you think about it, food or just setting up the campsite in general or playing games, you don't have anything else going on anyways. And that's exactly the point. I mean, if you sit in your home, you're tempted by your phone, maybe your tablet, your TV, uh, maybe the kids around, your neighbors, whatever. You get distracted when you're camping. That's all you are doing. So it's like, well, might as well have a little bit of fun while I'm making food. I wouldn't normally have fun at home, maybe, but I'll have fun here because I'm not doing anything any- anyway. So it kind of forces you, as you said, it forces you to get creative and to be in the in the moment. And and I that's why I think it's fun, personally. Um, I a few other tips are um, you mentioned games, so make sure you bring some games. Mm-hmm. Make them. Um, if you have a lantern, that helps when it gets dark out. So otherwise, I would say have them be kind of like easy games where there's not a lot of little pieces. Card games are perfect. Right. Um, we also recommend, uh, you never know if they're going to have wood there or not. Look up the regulations, but wood. make sure you bring some wood. Um, you want to make sure you have a fire. Make sure you map out the distance to where you're going because you don't want to show up there at night. It's really sucky to have to set up your tent in the dark, which is what we did this we last did, time We did, yeah. We, we had the headlights on we the car. We know better, and we just... We, well, I think what we were trying to do is maximize our time. So I, if I recall, we left on a Friday afternoon, but it was a little bit later than we really needed to be leaving before it got dark. So yeah, I set the tent up with the light from the headlights on the car. Um, and it, it worked out, but it wasn't ideal. So yeah, yeah. good good tip. <laughs> and then I would say you can always take off clothing. So yeah. Make sure you're warm because you really don't want to be cold. No, and at worst. night, the temperatures drop. So even, you know, focus on 
bring all sorts of things to make sure that you can stay warm or you're going to be very miserable. This isn't not exactly a selling point, but it goes along with that. I think when we camped before we had kids, I remember we camped um, here in Illinois somewhere. And I think the temperature at night got down to upper 20s or low 30s. But we were warm because we had layers and we had really warm sleeping bags. Wasn't a problem at all. But I can see where that's a that's a total turnoff for people where they're like, why would I risk being cold out in a tent when I can be in my warm bed at home? It's like, okay, I get it. But all you have to do is just bring layers. So a few of our favorite spots we thought would be fun to share. And um, we know that there's a, there's, there's actually, we have a long list of places that we want to go to, to camp. So we definitely, we've just, we're the way tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of places to go, but one that I went to growing up that I just love is Assateague in Maryland. You mm-hmm. get to camp on the dunes. There's wild horses. It's, it is such great memories a really cool ambiance that, especially if you're from the Midwest, you're really not accustomed not used to. to that, yeah, it is so great. So, Assateague in Maryland is phenomenal. Um, we in Wisconsin, I, you know, I've been very surprised over the past few years to to experience the beauty of Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin sounds so um, bland and kind of Midwest, but it right. actually, oh, they ha- there's such beautiful campsites in Wisconsin. Um, so that's been, you know, a really pretty fun much, for us. yeah, pretty much anything in Wisconsin is, is good. Yeah. I would say. And uh, in my family goes to the Pine Barrens in New Jersey, which is really great if you want to go canoeing, mm-hmm. um, a lot of really good launch, uh, areas for canoes, um, fun, uh, rivers and creeks to go on. Um, very beautiful campsites. Right. So that's another really great one. My grandparents, um, when I asked them some of their favorite places to go to, they loved a camping trip that they went on out in uh, California. They traveled up Route 1 mm-hmm. and they camped out on the bluffs overlooking the Pacific Ocean at one of the locations. I can't remember exactly where it was now, but certainly the coasts have a lot of beauty to offer. For right. Sure. Right. Yeah. You know, there's one place that I remember going to, I believe it was my senior year prom, um, post-prom rather, and uh, we camped at um, Mississippi Palisades Park which is right on the Mississippi River on uh, the Illinois and Iowa border. And it was really neat because you had mentioned bluffs on the West Coast. There were, there were bluffs right along uh, the Mississippi River as well. So we camped at the site, but then we did some hiking and went over towards the, the river itself on, by the bluffs. And it was really beautiful to see the river below and all the bluffs that we were on and the ones across the river as well. So Mississippi Palisades Park is, is one I would recommend if you're camping uh, around the Illinois area. Now, one of our family values is adventure, so we just fully embrace all things camping. Um, we're already looking forward to some trips coming up. So um, we've got we we one way to ensure that we do this because even for us on the front end, it's like oh we got to figure out everything we're going to pack. We've got to pull all the supplies. We got to get work. the things together. Yeah. Um, for us, what we did was we nailed down a weekend every year that. When we leave the campsite, we are booking the next. Yeah, we're booking the next trip. year yep. to ensure that we do it. And then we just know that every weekend, that's the weekend that we go camping. And we book a big site, like a group site, just knowing that there's going to be a bunch of other people that will likely want to come as well. And then it's easier for them that they don't have to research things. Right. And they've got time to think of whether or not they want to you know, do this or not. Plus, 
believe it or not, these campsites get they get taken up pretty quickly. So if you think that you're going to camp at a, at a well-known campsite, uh, if you're thinking about that in March and you're going to camp in May, not likely going to happen. You're you're that's already booked. You have to book these things around a year in advance, maybe maybe eight or nine months or something like that. But that's what we do. We book it a year in advance and just secure it, lock it in, and and then that's it. And then we're ready to go for the next year. Yeah. So we we have that plan for the fall, but now given the coronavirus, we're looking at potentially doing another camping trip earlier than that. And it's fun to talk to the kids about it and to plan and even like talk about the different food that you're going to make or the games that you're going to bring or the things that you're going to do when you go camping. Are we going to bring the canoe? Are we going to go for hikes? Um, are we going to bring our bikes? It's fun to plan the trip all together. And again, because of the pandemic and everything going on, having an adventure ahead of you is, I, I think, a, a good thing to have, a good a good thing for the family to be working towards. So we're looking forward to it. We, you know, we love the deep connection that you get from camping. We love the memories that it creates. We highly recommend it to anybody. Make sure when you come back, anything that it was a textile, you lay it out to dry so it doesn't get moldy. Oh, that's another tip. Yeah. That's one thing I didn't really think of either. So if you've got sleeping bags and uh, tarps and things like your tent, things like that, lay them out, let them dry. Don't, don't roll them up and then put them away because mold could grow or anything else. So that's a good tip. Just say like, get into a regular rhythm, do it once, work out some of the kinks adjust it and it'll keep getting easier for you. I have a Wanigan box, which is a box that has all my kitchen utensils and the various things that I need. So I don't constantly have to be like, oh yeah, I need matches. It's always filled with the amenities that I tend to need when I'm camping and it just, it gets easier and easier. So we challenge you to come up up. with your next trip. Yeah. Take it up. Give it a shot. Beauty in it all. Um, It is fun. We'd love to hear from anybody if they have really good camping recommendations. Agreed. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. So hopefully we didn't scare anyone off that was maybe on the fence, whether or not they'd want to camp. We, we do recommend uh, camping. It is a lot of fun. It's a little bit of work, but it gets easier as you get more and more into it. So hopefully you like what you heard. And um, again, make sure you give us a follow on Facebook and uh, listen to us on any and all podcast platforms. And uh, thanks for listening. 